Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome in to another edition of MCM Radio. I am Jimmy Morris at jmorrismcm on Twitter, musicmiracles.com at titansmcm. All right, so today is Wednesday, December the first, or th- I'm sorry, Thursday, December the first. Uh, Titans are getting ready for the Chiefs, or not the Chiefs. So, well, good start here. Titans are getting ready for the Eagles this week in the AJ Brown revenge game. Um, you know, the players were asked a little bit about him yesterday, and everybody unsurprisingly took the high road. Um, you know, to a man, I heard quotes from Vrabel, Tannehill, Jeffrey Simmons, Kevin Byard. Everybody said, "Look, we wish him the best. Hope he has a great year, just not this week." So, I think that makes sense from their standpoint. Uh, AJ Brown made a comment about Titans fans hating him. Blah blah blah. Here's the thing: we all loved AJ Brown when he was here, and we were all on AJ Brown's side. When the when the when the team traded him away, all right. Now, as more came out with you know how the those circumstances came about, the fact that he basically refused to call the Titans back, and you know, did, I mean, he ended up forcing their hand in the trade. Now, I think if you would ask John Robinson today, and you could get him to tell you the truth, he would regret not handling that situation differently and trying to get him back to the table or forcing AJ Brown's hand because the Titans had the upper hand there; they had all the leverage. Anyway, blah blah blah. I think. John Robinson would regret the way it ended up going down. But at the end of the day, the reason that we all hate A.J. Brown, or not that we all hate A.J. Brown, A.J. Brown's fine, whatever. Um, but the reason that he has made us mad since he left is because he just keeps running his mouth. And again, he got everything he wanted. I don't understand why he keeps running his mouth. Anyway, um, all right, so I, I wanted to talk about a couple of things from the Bengals game first off. Uh, wrote a post earlier this week about getting Traylon Burks and Chigga Conquo on the field more. Don't understand why the Titans won't do that. Um, and Tom Gower, uh, Football Outsiders, made a good point about how you can't just say, well, Jeff Swain played X amount of plays, Chig only played Y amount of plays. Those need to be swapped. Like, I understand they're not the same player. Um, the, the offense does different things with those guys, with those different guys on the field. 
my contention is not that you should just plug in Chig to Jeff Swain's role. My contention is that they should be running more of the plays that are suited to Chig Okonkwo's strengths than are suited to Jeff Swain's alleged strengths. Okay, so that that's kind of where I'm going with that is run the offense more where Chig needs to be on the field. That's going to be your more efficient offense. That's going to be your better team. That's going to give you the chance to score more points, which, again, is the goal of a football game. So um, that that's my thing there. So we talk about Chig's snap counts. That That's kind of where I'm at. Now, Traylon Burks, 67% of the wide receiver – of the snaps – uh, on Sunday against the Bengals, that was 38 of the 57 snaps. Robert Woods played 46. I am fine with Robert Woods leading the team in snaps, okay, leading the receivers in snaps, because I think he gives you an element of receiving. Obviously, he's a good blocker, which is important in this offense. He's a veteran guy. All that's fine, all right? Nick Westbrook-Akine played 43 snaps. He played more than trailing, which I have a bit of an issue with, but I will say NWI has played well the last couple of weeks. He has made some big catches um, he's made some contested catches, so I'm fine with him being out there. I think Traylon Burks should be out there more, absolutely, because I think we have seen that Traylon Burks has the potential to be the number one stud receiver that we that the Titans drafted him to be. Okay, so I would like to see him on the field more just for that purpose. But I, I, something that Mike Keith pointed out on the official Titans podcast, which I didn't really even, I kind of glossed over when I looked at running back snap or at, at snaps total Derrick Henry is only on the field for 56 percent of the snaps now I have an issue with a couple of the way that things were done there there were a couple of third and ones and honestly both of them that that stuck out in my mind the Titans converted both times but Derrick Henry wasn't on the field for those snaps I don't understand that I, I don't understand on third and one why you wouldn't have him on the field it just may, gives the defense so much more to look at I mean if they come out in third and one with Dontrell Hilliard in the backfield, they're not handing it off to Dontrell Hilliard. That would be insane to hand it to him and not hand it to Derrick Henry, right? So the the Divas can assume pass there. If you have Henry on the field, it just it just makes them defend run, and it should open up more things for them. Now, that is all logical and stuff, and Todd Downing doesn't tend to deal in logic. So um, that, to me, is kind of like, okay— why are they not doing that? What's the deal there? But, I mean, we've seen it all year. Like, they just, for whatever reason, they they don't even, it's just like, Dontrell Hilliard is a third down back, period. You can't do anything else. I understand that Dontrell Hilliard is going to play snaps. I'm fine with Dontrell Hilliard playing snaps. He's a good player. It gives you something in the receiving game different than what Henry gives you. Henry's not a zero in the receiving game. We've, we've seen that. You saw the, the big screen play last week. But Dontrell Hilliard gives you a different dynamic in that in the receiving game than Derrick Henry does. So I'm fine with him being on the field. You know, the broadcast team was just, I mean, oh my gosh, Derrick Henry must be hurt. He wasn't on the field in the two-minute drive. And I don't, I don't understand how they don't. And it was Charles Davis too, which was a little bit confusing because he does Titans pre preseason. So he knows Derrick Henry. At least he should know Derrick Henry's not the third, or not the two-minute back. Okay, now Derrick Henry didn't play it all the preseason. We know that. But you would think for being around this team, he would know that. But anyway, um, so Dodger Hilliard has a role. I'm fine with that. Third and one, Derrick Henry should be on the field every single time. Um, all right, let's get to our Wednesday injury report. Uh, three players did not practice. Danico Audrey, Danico Autry, Elijah Molden, Jeffrey Simmons. Uh, I feel good about Molden and Simmons playing. Um, I, I just think that this is a, a Wednesday day off type of deal. 
um, for them. So we'll see. Autry, you know, I, I would be surprised if he plays this week, and just mainly because of the way that they talked about his injury when it initially happened. Um, that it was, you know, he wasn't, they didn't need him to go on IR, but it sounded like it was going to be kind of a multi-week thing. We saw how much his defense struggled without him out there. I I sure hope he's out there, but I I would just be surprised to see him play. Cody Hollister was limited with a neck, whatever. Um, Randy Bullock, Ben Jones, Ryan Tannehill, all listed, but all listed as full participants. Um, Ben Jones is obviously concussion protocol, wasn't able to clear it still last week. Hopefully he is able to this week. I think as of Wednesday, maybe he still hadn't fully cleared it, but you would think, you know, being two weeks past it, that it would be something that hopefully he's able to go this week. Makes a big difference with him out there. Um, they're going to have an interesting decision on kicker. Uh, Randy Bullock was a full participant. Caleb Shudak kicked last week, missed the one kick, was fine besides that. They're not going to carry two kickers on the roster. So it'll be interesting to see what they decide to do there. So keep an eye on that as the, as the week progresses, because like I said, I can't imagine that they get to Sunday with two kickers on the 53-man roster. So anyway, Tannehill ankle full. Tannehill's going to play, but he did look a little bit more limited um, in that game on Sunday against the Bengals than he did Thursday night against the Packers. So something to keep an eye on. It seems like the ankle thing is just going to it's, it's going to bother him for the rest of the year. I mean, it stinks. Maybe he can get past it with a couple of weeks where where nothing really happens. But um, I'm not worried about him playing. But I do think that there'll be some concern there on um, how much he's able to do. We'll keep an eye on it. But hopefully he'll be okay. All right. That'll do it for today. MutantCityMiracles.com is the website to check out all of your Titans news and analysis. Again, on Twitter, that's at TitansMCM. You can follow me on Twitter at JMorrisMCM. You can get this podcast wherever you get your podcast. Just search out Music City Miracles and you will find us there. So that is all for today. Thanks so much for listening. I am Jimmy Morris. We will talk to you again tomorrow.